Saturday marks two years since Russia invaded Ukraine. The war has killed thousands and changed the lives of millions. UN Refugee Agency estimates 3.7 million people have been displaced by the war. Right now, 26% of the territory is under Russian occupation. A Minneapolis-based photojournalist has been in Ukraine to capture everything from the front lines to the toll on everyday Ukrainians over the past two years. David Guttenfelder's work could be found on the front page of the New York Times along with the New Yorker magazine. He has a long list of accolades for his work, including being an eight-time World Press Photo Award winner and a seven-time finalist for the Pulitzer Prize. David is in Ukraine right now on assignment, and he's with us. I so appreciate your time, David. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling me from my home in Minnesota. Where are you right now? Can you tell me? I'm in eastern Ukraine. Um, I'm back here again to work on some stories about uh, the second year mark of the war and how it's impacted the lives of Ukrainians. I'm working on stories like uh, wounded soldiers, uh a family, a very personal story about a family whose son has been a prisoner of war in Russia for the past two years. And, um, and of course, the, the fight and the life of Ukrainian military on the front line. As you know, photojournalism brings a difficult reality to readers and viewers. Uh, there are some very famous photos that underscore what was happening in World War II and the Korean War, the Vietnam War. What are your photos trying to say about this war? Uh, you know, I guess I'm still a a very firm believer in the importance of photojournalism and journalism, you know, as a first draft of history, so to speak. Um, at the moment, I feel like I'm back in Ukraine because I want to do my part in, um, keeping the world's attention on this country and this issue. Has there been a defining moment for you in Ukraine that you've captured? Uh, Ukraine has been through so much in the past two years. And, you know, I probably witnessed some of, you know, each of the kind of milestones that have happened here. There was the siege of of Kiev and, and Ukraine standing up for itself, uh, liberating some of its territory. There's been... Uh, tens of millions of displaced people and refugees, the brutal atrocities and war crimes that have happened in places like Bucha. There's several hundred thousands of casualties. It's kind of a scale that is really hard for all of us to imagine. Um, And, you know, I guess I've tried to be present and witness as much of that as possible. Um, I think what has struck me the most is that I or the world probably underestimated the Ukrainians two years ago. I think the world thought that Russia was going to take over the country in three days. Um, And yet here we are two years later, the Ukrainians still in an existential fight for itself, um, deeply wounded. But um, I've been very inspired by the courage and the character of Ukrainian people. Thanks for bearing witness to this. As a photojournalist, that is, um, that's not an easy thing to do, especially when you are surrounded 
by death and destruction in a way that many people just cannot conceive of. How are you help? How are you um, taking care of yourself in this? Um, you know, I think when you're here, um, my own that my own struggles or my the way that it's impacted me is is so small in comparison to everyone around me that um, it's really a matter of focusing on on telling other people's stories. Um, it's, it's really, a. I think Ukraine is really in a low point in this moment. After two years, uh, there's been a lot of losses this past week. They lost another like major battle in town. There's just an incalculable uh, number of wounded and, and, and casualties. Um, and I think the Ukrainians are really feeling ignored at the moment between, you know, the world's attention on has turned elsewhere, either the war in Gaza or U.S. politics and during an election year. And there's tens of billions of dollars of aid sitting in the House of Representatives that Ukrainian people keep asking me about. Um, I think that's really a tough time. The country, not a single person um, in this country hasn't been, you know, personally deeply wounded by what they've been through. And I feel a lot of that, too. It's a lot to carry, for goodness sakes. Have you ever, by the way, feared for your life while in Ukraine? Yeah, it's um, I, I've worked in a lot of very hostile conflicts. I've covered, uh, you know, the U.S. wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. I was based uh, in Africa for a decade of my life covering civil wars. I've seen a lot of uh, war, a lot of violence, um, but nothing that really could compare to what I've seen on the front lines in Ukraine. It's absolutely treacherous. There's thousands and thousands of miles of front line, and it it ranges from uh, you know, muddy World War One style trench warfare to the highest tech um, swarms of drones flying overhead and like all every weapon that you can imagine in between and it's truly uh truly a dangerous treacherous place um i mean they're they're talking about 300 350 400,000 casualties on the ukrainian side and even more on the russian side i mean to put that into perspective in 20 years, 22 years of American warfare in in Iraq and Afghanistan, I think there were about 7,000 casualties. Um, so it's it's really hard to to fathom like the the dangerous um, and the the dangerousness of the front line here. I can't even imagine it. And we you've been talking and painting a picture of the death and the destruction and the danger. But I'm wondering, are there are there subtle moments of joy amid all this tragedy? Have you seen those? Yeah, every day. Ukrainian people have such a like great sense of humor, um, a lot of courage and character. Um I just spent three days with a family who were sort of waiting in in limbo for their son, who's been a POW for two years. And uh, I just 
couldn't have felt uh, a warmer welcome uh, in their home and, you know, spending the days with them, going to church with them, sitting with a father who is my age. Um, I really, uh, really am moved by people here. I feel very close to people. Um, there's every day there's little acts of kindness. I went tomorrow. I'm going with uh, a group of volunteers to a village that's um, three kilometers from the Russian border that's been bombarded weekly. And they're going there to pick up the kids and bring them to a safer town to do some art therapy. I mean, there's all kinds of uh, inspiring, really um, you know, beautiful moments here. Um, I'm wondering, you have two daughters, I believe, back here in Minneapolis, right? That's right. And I'm sure it's very mm -hmm. difficult to be away from them. Um, what do you tell them about what you do? How do you describe this to them and why you do it? Uh, you know, I feel like with children, you have to tell them the story all over again every year because things change and they change. And there's things that you can say to them at one age that you can can't say to them at another age. Um, I, it's been this way our whole lives. We lived ab abroad um, until we moved to Minnesota. We had lived all over the world. And I have always been the dad that packs his bags and goes off to um, the world's troubled places. Um, I think they, um, I think they, have learned to really believe in me and they think that it's important too. And I think that they're proud of it. I think they're proud of it. I apologized to my oldest daughter recently and said, I'm so sorry that I'm going to be away again. And she said, come on, dad, you're chasing your dreams. <laughs> so that really is a inspiring thing for me. Encouraging thing for me. Well, as you say, you're documenting, um, the first draft of history, really, you know, you're doing uh, an amazing, your work is amazing, and it's thought-provoking, and, um, you know, I have all the respect in the world for journalists, photojournalists in this business specifically, because of what you see and what you experience. I am so happy and so honored that you took the time to talk with us, and I wish you all the best, and, and I hope you stay safe. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. David Guttenfelder's been with us. He's a Minnesota-based photojournalist who's been covering the war in Ukraine.